0: Welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey there, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On today's video slash podcast, we are going to be talking about how to get your family out and overlanding. Um, I know for me, I typically go solo most of the time. So a lot of my considerations, a lot of the things that I may think of when I go by myself don't really apply when you have a family. You have to think about things a little bit differently. So on today's episode, I'm going to walk you through a few different things that will help you get your family out, get them more comfortable, get them more excited about it, make it a better trip overall for everybody. So stay tuned to hear more about that. All Things Overlanding is brought to you by some fantastic companies. You should definitely check out the description and click through their links to see all the awesome stuff they offer. Companies like Red Arc for all your overlanding power management needs. Last US Bag, tons of amazing quality overlanding bags. Rugged Bound Supply Company, rooftop tents, awnings, roof racks, and more. And Orthology Overland, guided overlanding trips, and a free overlanding magazine. All right guys, so as I mentioned in the beginning of this video, today I'm gonna be talking about how to get your family excited about overlanding, how to get them out, and how to make it a great trip for everybody. Um, If you are not already, subscribe to the channel. I definitely recommend that you click on that subscribe button, click the bell to be notified. I drop a podcast slash vlog every single week and then usually like a gear review or something like that. So tons of overlanding content and things like that, do-it-yourself modifications, vehicle mods, um, stuff for newbies to overlanding. So if any of that sounds like something you're interested in, click that subscribe button. All right, but let's start with item number one. So first of all, I wanted to talk about prep. Um, this may sound a little bit common sense to everybody, but it is something that has been vastly underestimated many times when I've gone and taken my family. Um, let me give you an example. Okay, When I go by myself solo, I have an idea of where I want to go. I kind of will throw in like a spot that I really like, let's say, in like the local national forest that I want to go to. Um, the problem with that is uh, when I'm solo, if I pull up to that spot and there's someone already there it's really easy for me to just keep going. If it takes a really long time, if I can't find a spot and it's starting to get dark and I have to set up after dark, um, it's a little bit less convenient, but again, it's just me. It's not like I'm impacting a bunch of other people when I make that decision to kind of just freestyle it, right? So what I mean by prep is if you want your family to go, and again, this is mostly geared at folks that are like their spouse maybe or kids and or kids don't wanna go or are hesitant to go or you know, they're just not big campers. This is the, These are the kind of tips that are gonna help you with that sort of situation. Um, but so if you can prepare more, if you can have several spots lined up, if you can be pretty certain about when spots fill up, maybe leave a, a little bit earlier, go down and get it. Sometimes what I've done is I've gone down earlier in the day found a spot, and then texted it back to my wife. I've got a wee boost on my truck so I can you know, generally get text messages out of the National Forest where we live, but then text that spot to the wife so she knows without a doubt Then I had her come down in her Honda Pilot, which is capable enough to get through the National Forest and get to the spot that I found. Um, that way, she knows that she's getting a spot. Now let me give you a horror story of when it doesn't work out. So one of the first times I got the whole family to go, we packed into the truck, Again, it's mostly geared for me to go solo, so like when we threw all the sleeping bags for all the kids, a tent, all this extra stuff that we needed for the whole family, it was really tight, it was really packed, it wasn't very comfortable, everybody was kind of losing their minds, It's about a two hour drive to the National Forest near me, Um, then we get there, right, the sun is starting to set, it's beautiful. Pull up to the first spot, taken. Pull up to another spot, taken. We get to the point where I'm like, if I just see any spot open on the side of the road, we're going to take it. And that's what ended up happening. But it was like an hour later. It was starting to get dark. Everybody was starving. It was like 7 o'clock. It was past dinner time. No one had eaten. We'd barely found a spot. Then we still had to set up all our stuff. We had to collect firewood. We had to set up a tent for the kids. We had to set up the rooftop tent. It was it was just not ideal, right? So like the, the very beginning of the trip was kind of off to a rough start because everybody was in a bad mood, they were hungry, we had to do all this work just to get things set up. So that's what I mean when I say prep. You want to avoid that kind of situation. And to do that, just do some more prep work, right? Or if possible, and you can get down there beforehand and have your spouse meet up with the kids later on, that's even better, right? So hopefully that is a good tip for you. Hopefully that gives you some ideas. And again, based on my experience, that is something that will definitely help you have a better time and get off to a better start with your first overlanding trip with family. Alright, so second, um, again, talking about people that are maybe not huge campers, not, you know, huge overlanders, they haven't gone before on a trip like this, um, you want to think about their comfort as well. And I know that's kind of a little bit backwards, right? Like it may, sometimes it is more like I'm in the army and I'm just surviving, I just have to like get something set up, right? That may be kind of the mentality when you're by yourself sometimes. Um, But it doesn't have to be, right? Overlanding doesn't necessarily even have to be glamping, but it could be comfortable. Um, and what I mean by this is like, so a couple of the trips that I've gone on early on, I just really just thought of like the absolute basics. So like I would grab sleeping bags for the kids, but I'd forget pillows or you know inflatable mats or something like that for them. Or I bring like a really crappy sort of, tent because it was smaller than the big one but then it wasn't comfortable they couldn't even hardly fit in it it wasn't really that waterproof if it rained you know they had a bad night um so again just being sort of thoughtful about that and thinking about not just what is the bare minimum what is the absolute stuff that i have to have even if your rig is tightly packed you know maybe you need to get one of those hitch mounted things and you can put a couple of tupperware bins on if you need to bring more stuff Again, not ideal for like crazy, difficult terrain and and overlanding like that. But if you're just trying to get your family sort of on board with overlanding and sort of ease them into it, you don't want to go all the way to crazy town where, you know, it's super sparse and you are just, you know, kind of, manning up and and going through the stuff, you know, and, and making things terrible on everybody. So comfort is another big thing. Even things like chairs and stuff like that. There have definitely been times where like I've only grabbed a couple chairs or I grabbed a couple of like the really small aluminum stick chairs that just weren't that comfortable. And like my wife's falling out of them or, you know, my kids can't seem to sit in them because they're just not really meant for like long term comfortable sitting like some of those bigger, you know, pop out Uh, folding chairs are, so all that kind of stuff needs to be taken into account, especially again on one of your earlier first trips because you don't want to make everybody hate it, right? So the third thing that you kind of want to keep in mind is, again, when I go overlanding by myself, I don't really need activities that's the third thing activities when I go by myself I'm fine to sit and read a book I'm fine to drink a beer and smoke a cigar and maybe watch a YouTube show on my phone that I downloaded before I came or you know just relax and enjoy nature that's what I like to do but you know kids that are used to devices and friends and neighborhoods and that sort of stuff sometimes if you take them out there especially if you go earlier which I tend to do because I want to get better spots um, if you're there at 1, 2, 3 in the afternoon and you've got till, you know, 9, 10 o'clock when they're going to go to bed, you got to have some activities or they're going to get bored really fast. Um, I try and fill that time with stuff like things that we need to do anyway. So, like, my kids actually kind of enjoy, like, collecting firewood. I kind of make it like a game, like, who can get the most? We need this size sticks or bigger sticks or, you know, we need something to start the fire with. We need this kind of stuff and kind of turn it into a game to make it fun. But, you know, things like you could bring cornhole. One time we brought, it was actually really cool, this, like, zipline kit that you can tie up between two trees. It's got like a pulley thing with a handlebar on it um, that your kids can zip line. We used my ladder actually off my rooftop tent and leaned it up against the tree and sort of held it and they would climb to the top and then they would zip line down. Um, Airsoft guns, we'll bring airsoft guns, things like that. Um, sometimes just like card games and things like that. Uno, you know, that sort of stuff would be a good game to bring with you. Um, You know, they do bring their iPads sometimes, and that's okay. I try not to let them just be on their iPads, though, for, you know, the whole entire time, because if you would let them, I'm sure they would be. Um, But so bringing some activities, having some games to play, having them help with collecting firewood, having them help with setting up and tearing down, having them help with you know, cooking, that sort of stuff. Anything that you can do to keep them occupied and engaged and off their iPads, especially in, in my opinion, uh, makes it just a better, more enjoyable, more memorable trip, and keeps everybody sort of entertained. And then last, and this kind of ties into comfort a little bit, but I made it its own sort of special category, food. Um, again, when I go by myself, I'm very Spartan, right? I will bring canned chili, I will bring ramen. I, If I'm being really fancy, I will bring like a store-bought steak and some mashed potatoes. And cook those things up, but very seldom do I actually have like a real meal when i'm camping uh, slash overlanding and the reason for that is just simplicity right room in the fridge, how much stuff do I need to bring for that, and just ease a lot of the times if I'm just going for like a quick overnighter by myself, I don't necessarily need to like you know eat like overland X or anything. I just want to get out there, eat you know something that's decent, like some chili or something really quick, and then just enjoy nature. Mm-hmm. Um, But when you bring your family, again, it's all about that perception and that experience for them, right? So you want to try your best to make things more entertaining, more fun, more memorable. Um, So sometimes, you know, putting in a little bit more prep work, thinking about what kind of food you could make that everybody that would enjoy is a good thing to do. So whether that be, you know, something simple like tacos or... You know, there's a ton of different sort of simple recipes you can do. Again, like meat and potatoes is very simple to do. Boil some water, make some instant mashed potatoes, make some chicken, make some hamburgers, make some hot dogs, bring some chips. There's all kinds of stuff you can do without getting super crazy, but you do need to put that little bit of extra thought into it, right? You do need to think about, you know, do I have... And now, uh, do I have sides? <laughs> like again, I know I sound like a caveman here, I'm, I'm sorry. But like if I'm doing like burgers or something like that, like I just, I don't think about all the sides that I may need. I don't even think about condiments sometimes, which is also important. It's really not so much fun to have a plain burger out in the wilderness when you could have just brought some ketchup and mustard and mayo. So definitely think about the food. And then again, all this ties together, right? If you do a good job preparing, then you can you can bring better meals. You can bring activities that people can do. You won't have to wait as long to find a spot. You'll have a better, quicker setup. You'll have more time to enjoy and do those activities. Um... You know, that that comfort thing is just sort of a theme that should carry throughout, right? Like, you just don't want it to be terrible for them. Again, I'm not saying you have to bring everything in the kitchen sink from your house. That's not what I'm saying. But, like, just be thoughtful of, like, what are the things that you need above and beyond the bare minimum? Like, what do you actually need so that everybody has a good time? Um, But so I think that those four tips are hopefully helpful for you. Again, if you're newer to Overlanding, if you're trying to get your family out, you've been a few times and you see the magic that is, you know, enjoying your time in nature and you really enjoy it and you wanna share that with your family, it can go really bad like a lot of mine have, right? I've I've learned from those mistakes now and now when we go, it's much better. But so that's kind of what I'm trying to impart to you guys here, right? Is I just wanted to do a quick little episode to talk about how to get your family out overlanding, what some tips were that would help with that. So hope that was helpful for you. If it was, click that like button if you're on YouTube, if you're on the podcast, you know, feel free to comment down below. I put a, a question down there that says, Uh, I think if you're on Spotify, at least, that says, you know, what do you do to make your family more comfortable? So definitely, you know, post up down there and let me know about that. Um, If you have questions or anything, if you have suggestions, post up those in the comment. I would love to hear from you guys. Um, Also in this description below would be links to all my featured partners, which are amazing companies. I highly recommend that you check them out because they sell some amazing stuff. They have some amazing services and products. Um, So check them out. I've also got links to Facebook, Instagram, podcast. If you're on YouTube, YouTube, if you're on the podcast, Um, I have a Patreon page that is really, really exciting. I'm trying to grow that thing because I want to get a group of really dedicated Overlanders that are, you know, sort of trying to avoid the, you know, BS, if you will, of the larger groups and just want to like actually help each other out and actually try and improve their setups and optimize their stuff so they can get out more and have a better time. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, click through that link as well. And then last, I did recently start a new group on Facebook. Facebook. So if you're on Facebook, it's called Newbie Overlanders. Again, there will be a link in the description below. But it is talking about the same sort of stuff, right? It's uh, The goal is to turn it into a really big, organic group of, again, newer Overlanders. And then I've got a bunch of experienced Overlanders that have jumped in too that can kind of help and answer questions. And the literal rules of the group are no, you know, demeaning people, chastising people. Everybody needs to be kind to each other. We're not going to, you know, just harangue people for asking a question that's maybe been asked before. Um, so definitely check that out if that sounds like something you're interested in and i would love to have you so again thanks so much for watching thanks for listening and we will see you guys next week